0: Thanks for tuning in another episode of Chris Gilmore On Demand. And we're here today. We've been asked a question and it's a question we get asked a lot. Chris, what can I do to make my home more sellable? So I thought I'd rattle off 10 things quite easily on how you can make your home more sellable. So there are some simple things that you can do to make your home more sellable before you actually put it on the market. If you do, you will give yourself the best possible chance of getting the maximum selling price for your home. Now, if you've ever watched TV shows like Selling Houses in Australia or List It and Love It, whatever you might be watching, you know what a big difference it can make to the presentation of a home without costing you an arm and a leg. There are some simple cosmetic updates that you can do. The last thing you want to do is overcapitalize when you're about to sell. The trick is to do enough to get to the selling price that you want. There's an old saying that you don't get a second chance to make that first impression. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain to you 10 things that you can do to ensure your home makes the best possible first impression with any potential buyers in the market. And that should translate into more dollars into your pocket for when you sell. So number one, tidy up the yard and the garden. This is one of the very first things potential buyers will notice when they drive past your home or they'll come to your open home for an inspection. And let's face it, it shouldn't take too much time or expense to really spruce up your garden. For example, it doesn't take long to rip out weeds or clear any overgrown dying plants from the garden. It also, it doesn't cost much to buy some new plants, soil, wood chip, or bark for your garden. You could also re-turf your yard as well for not a real lot of money in the overall scheme of things. But bear in mind too that potential buyers may drive past your property at night when it's for sale. You can invest in some cheap solar lights to highlight some of its best external features, These are all just little tips. All these little things can make a massive difference to the exterior presentation of your home. It's known as improving your street appeal. And if you have some budget, consider getting the basic landscaping done by a professional. Number two, get those odd jobs. You've been putting off if you have some basic home handyman skills fix any little things that you've been putting off doing for an example any damaged internal doors or roof tiles should be replaced along with any rotting wood broken floorboards or out of date light fittings and also fix any leaking taps But if you don't have those handyman skills, just call in a favor from a family member or a friend who has, or just ring a local tradie to get it done. Even if you have an old home and you're selling it as a renovator's delight, improving any obvious physical defects with some simple and inexpensive repairs won't hurt your selling price. Number three, clean up and clear away all clutter. This includes both inside and outside your home. Make sure that everything is neat and tidy and that potential buyers can see plenty of living space. They need to be able to visualize how they are going to live in your home and not see any unnecessary clutter. Let them use their imagination rather than being distracted by your stuff. It even includes little things like making sure that your fridge isn't cluttered with magnets or photos. Put them all away out of sight. You should also use selling your home as an excuse to go through all your belongings and throw out anything you don't use or need anymore. You'll find you could probably donate a lot of things to charity or even sell them on eBay, get a bit of cash as well. For other things, you'll need to make a trip to the dump. It's liberating. We are all guilty of getting too much stuff over time. Or if there are some things you simply can't bear with and they're taking up your clutter in your home, put them into a temporary storage compartment while you're selling. Number four, check all your doors and windows. First, make sure that they all fit and they open and close properly. If not, replace them. And if you're making replacements, think about energy efficiency. Poorly designed windows and doors can make your home too hot or too cold at different times of the year. Consider these stats. Up to 40% of your home's heating energy in winter can leak out through windows or skylights. Up to 87% of your home's heat is gained in summer can be through windows and skylights. Drafts caused by gaps and cracks around doors, windows and skylights can also add up to 25% to your heating and cooling bills. You want your home to be as energy efficiency as possible. And with the rising cost of electricity these days, energy efficient homes will be a major consideration for a potential buyer when purchasing your home. If you're not replacing them, make sure you seal any gaps or cracks in your windows, doors or skylights. And it's pretty easy to do. Number five, get out your paintbrush. You'll be amazed how it will make your home look fresh and new again. If you have a timber home, it's obviously it's a bigger job than if you have brick. And if you have a big job both inside and out but either way it will be totally worth it a word of warning though make sure that you get some advice on color schemes for example light colors are generally preferred for indoor areas because they make the home look more spacious stick to neutral colors too they will also give you the home the widest possible appeal give your kitchen a cheap and easy facelift a kitchen is often the hub of a family home and it's also one of the most important places where most females actually look for when purchasing. It not only needs to look inviting as well, but it needs to be functional. It's arguably the most important room in your home and it can go a long way towards you getting a maximum sale price. A fairly minor makeover to your benchtops, cupboards, taps, and even door handles can make your kitchen look brand new and modern. Number seven, make sure your bathroom is clean. If you have an old bathroom, That's not necessarily a deal breaker, but a dirty bathroom will almost certainly turn off any prospective buyer for your home. Do any minor repairs that you can to your bathroom, but your number one priority should be make sure everything is clean. And that's just usually just a little bit of elbow grease. If you do have some budget to play with, consider replacing the toilet and the basin. It's relatively cheap to do, uh, and it will just give your bathroom a complete added lift. So every little bit actually does help. Number eight, this one is actually a really good tip. Make sure that your home is livable straight away. So what I mean by that is ideally you want to attract the maximum amount of number of potential buyers for your home that will get you the maximum sale price. And one group that you can attract is potential first home buyers. You'll normally have a better chance of attracting these buyers if you make your home as ready to move in as possible. What I mean, in other words, the buyer won't need to do any major renovations or repairs. If they do, it's likely that they'll factor that cost into their offer and you won't get the maximum sale price for your home. If you can make your home ready to move into for potential buyers, they can give you an edge over other competing properties that are on the market in your area that would have to spend that little additional money after they move in. And the way things are going and with the credit crunch and everything like that, buyers are generally borrowing as much as they possibly can so they don't have any cash left over so they will pay for more because they're borrowing it if your home is all done so even little simple things like replacing old carpet or adding some extra light fittings to make any dark spaces in your home a little bit brighter can make a home feel more ready for potential buyers to move into and if you have a pool make sure that you have a current pool safety certificate otherwise the buyer will be liable to get one of those days within 90 days after they move in. Having all these little things that are in place helps remove any obstacles and any further discount during negotiations with the buyer. Number nine, borrow, rent, steal some quality furniture. I don't care how you get it. I do care, but if you can borrow it from a family member or rent it, this will pay dividends. It is fairly inexpensive to do and it can really lift the appeal of your home. It's known as home staging or styling your home for sale. Be sure to get some advice from an interior designer to do this. They can work wonders, uh, even on limited budget. It can be especially important to stage or style your home with units. Units are smaller than houses, but can look more spacious with well chosen and well-positioned furniture. Tighter space can be maximized so they don't look as small. Now, to give you some rough estimate, a typical four-bedroom, two-bathroom, low-set property Say anywhere between 250 to 300 odd square meters, which is around the average in our marketplace here, can cost you anywhere between four to six thousand dollars to stage your home. Us in our company, we actually have a stylist involved with all our photo shoots. You can actually go realistically, you can actually go to IKEA and basically buy all that stuff for around a thousand dollars, you know cushions, some fake plants, some nice little knickknacks for bathrooms, some nice quality white towels, uh, some cookbooks for the kitchen, some quilt covers. So there's, you know, there's some really inexpensive ways on how to actually style your home. And the females, they love going shopping for that stuff or go and buy the new furniture for your new house that you're moving into, but use it in your house sale. And then now this leads me to number 10. And this one is actually fairly important choosing the best real estate agent. So you've done number one to nine, right? But it can all fall apart if you do choose the wrong. So that's why I've basically left this one to number 10, but make sure you do your research on your real estate agent that you are using. Use an experienced real estate agent. Don't use the cheapest. Don't use the agent that offers you the lowest commission or free marketing. Go with your gut feel because at the end of the day, yes, you have to pay a real estate agent, but remember you're only paying the real estate agent for a result. You say no, they don't get paid. You say yes, it means they've done their job and got you the money that they're chasing, that you're chasing. So choose the best real estate agent in your suburb. And if you need help with any of that, please, guys, get in touch with me, Facebook, Insta, YouTube, or go to my website, chrisgilmore.com.au, and that's where you'll find me living. You'll be able to access me 24-7. So if you do need any more advice on how to improve the sale price. There's some 10 easy and inexpensive ways. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This is another episode of Chris Gilmore On Demand.